Rena, you on here? Good morning, Rena. Hello. Yes, good morning to yes, you. Yes, good morning, John. Good morning. What is quite frightening is that we are now expected, no matter what, come what may, I mean, we can be bombed to pieces, we must go and vote. And uh, it's just so frightening. I mean, you know, of course we want to go and vote, but what, what, just, you know, take this for your example. Today a few more bombs go off and a few more lives are shattered. And must we just forget about everything? And we are now, Judge Crickler says we must go and vote. Come what may, we must go and vote. I mean, you know, how can we do this? We're all so frightened. I, I think the correct... Do you know what I mean? I, of course I know what I mean, what you mean. <laughs> and I would be stupid if, if, I, if I didn't say that I understand where you're from. Right. That would be a dumb thing for me to say. No, I do understand where you're from. The point is, you do not truly, and I'm going to say this, you do not truly have to vote. Obviously. It is the thing to do. Obviously, all South Africans should cast their vote. But there again, I mean, if you personally feel so threatened by whatever is taking place to intimidate, then obviously, it's <laughs> you know, no one's going to knock on your door and arrest you because you didn't vote. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah, it's up to us, but it is frightening, and a lot of if yeah. a few more bombs like and, this do uh, go. Well, and that's exactly what this exercise I would imagine is all about—to to to intimidate, to frighten the hell out of people, that people will react uh, the way you've reacted and say, "I'm sorry, I'm, you know, not going to take my life." And, and what for? I mean, okay, democracy—we all want democracy, but okay. I definitely don't want to be a hand under a plastic bag like I saw last night on TV. Well, you see, that's, that's your right. point of view, and I mean, I—you know—I'm sitting in, I'm just listening to it. Um, that's your point of view. Uh, you know, I—I I would be dumb to try and tell you to do whatever. I can just say that I think, I personally think that all South Africans should vote, regardless of what. You know. But at the same time, that's your point of view. Okay, John. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Monica. Good morning, John. Good morning. I am one of the Afrikaners in this country, and I'd like to state categorically, and I want everybody to take note, that just as Eugene Tablanche very nicely and kindly extended a threat, that anybody intimidating them after election is going to get dawned. I want him to know that from the Afrikaans community, he's going to get likewise. If they want to stop the process, they should go out and vote and get a foot in the door of the new government. And if they don't want to, they should just stay out of our country. The thing is, we are not going to be intimidated. We are all going to vote. I'm in business. I've spoken to many numerous business people, black, white, coloured, Indian, and none of us are going to step down and listen to their little threats. So it's about time that they wake up because they are not going to stop any process. And I'm appealing to all South Africans, you go out and you vote. Even if it means you're losing a limb, you will not be intimidated by these people. Mm, you Thank are you. a strong lady. But, John, the thing is, these people will not stop us. We are, we've all got children, and there is just absolutely no ways that we are going to be stopped. And the people that say that they're not going to vote might as well then go out and go and vote for the ANC or the PAC because I can assure you by blowing up black people they are going to move the vote from the ANC to the militant PAC wing. Okay. Thanks for calling me this okay. morning. Okay. Thanks. Wish you, a, wish you a good day. And Bye -bye. we're all going to vote. 
Bye. <laughs> good evening, John. Good evening. I keep saying good afternoon. It's amazing been how time passes. listening all afternoon. Yes. Um, this morning, I was still very unsure who to vote for, but listening to your program, I've decided to go with my heart. Good. I don't want you to tell us the party. I just want no, you to tell I've us what... I've decided to go with my heart. I'm going to vote remembering my father, who died in the year that South Africa became a republic. Yes. He was a diplomat for South Africa, and when... It was my eighth birthday. We were living in Sweden. I yes. went to an international school. And my best friend was the daughter of the Ethiopian ambassador. Yes. Who was not allowed to come to my birthday party. Right. When I asked my dad why people hated us so much, he explained to me a policy of separate development that he believed in, and he promised to me that by the end of the century... It would be over. And he kept his promise. And I'm going to vote with that in mind tomorrow. And it's obviously a hell of an emotional time for you. It's a wonderful time. Nikki is on the line from Bellevue. Hi, Nikki. Hi. Go right ahead, please. I never thought I'd see the day that I'd wish I was a black person. <laughs> it is. I am so overwhelmed with everything that is happening around me, just watching on TV, people that are 94 and voting for the first time, I want to be closer to that, that feeling that, that they're going through. You want to empathize with them, put yourself in their shoes. Celebrate with, really. Yeah. You know, um, I think we should have listened sooner to what they were saying and we wouldn't have got to all this bloodshed. Mm. They had, uh, I don't think they had any option but to resort to some method to say, we're hurting, listen to us. And uh, it's, it's all good and well asking for forgiveness from everybody, but how many people have actually gone and said, I'm sorry, for the sins of our forefathers? We're expecting as white people to be understood and, you know, f expect forgiveness, but nobody's actually said we really are sorry for, what, for the wrongs that we have done. Hi, John. Thanks for calling. Um, John, I'm planning to, say, to, to tell you about my husband who was diagnosed as having terminal cancer in January. Oh, no. no I'm very sorry to hear that. And he, he, he was paralyzed in February. He's been bedridden and he was determined. He was given three months to live. Yeah. And he was determined he wanted to vote for a change in our country. And he was going to stay alive and vote for the changes that he would like to see. Yeah. Anyway, we subsequently heard that they weren't coming to houses to take the votes from the invalids and so on. And I found the different parties, the big parties, the most efficient and the most helpful were, quite frankly, the ANC. Yes. And um, if they're going to run the country that way, I think we really do stand a chance. What did they do for your dad? Did he vote? He kept, they, we got an, our next-door neighbor organized an ambulance, critical ambulance. They came this morning. They took him to Darrenwood Village. And the IEC officials there were fantastic. They closed the polling station. They came to the ambulance, and they took his vote in the, from the, in the ambulance. Fabulous story. And he's, He's achieved his goal, and I'm so proud of him. Ah, oh, that's a fabulous story. Thank you very much indeed. Lots of emotion coming through the reasons that people are going to, to cast their vote. The election started today in South Africa, first democratic election ever, very emotional times. And hell, we've been having some emotional calls as well.